Are you a lady boss making 50 to 100,000 in your business and you're ready to break through that six-figure barrier? Have you done a great job of creating a nice life as the ultimate gig master, but know your inner CEO is calling you to greater heights? You're in the right place if you want to create and implement solid fundamentals in your business without sacrificing fun. I'm Pam Ivey. I'm certified in small business management, and I concentrate in the areas of training and certifying real estate assistants, coaching and mentoring entrepreneurs in online business, marketing, growth, and profit acceleration. And I take men and women business owners aged 40 plus to bucket list destinations around the world for a month at a time to work, explore, and live in community. And I'm Jane Gary, known as the sales strategist for the non-sales person. And I work with business owners who want to increase their conversion rate, shorten their sales cycle, and have more impact and influence with the work they do, all while having more fun with selling. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flourish and Grow to CEO podcast. We have a guest with us here today who has a subject that's near and dear to my heart, and it's marketing. But she's got a really cool twist on it, so we're really excited to speak with Julie Fouch. When Julie decided she needed to take her coaching business seriously, she hired a high-end coach and learned to market like a man. She doubled, then tripled her income in less than a year, but she felt drained, uninspired, and restless. Urged by spirit, she embraced her essential womanness and birthed a new way, the art of feminine marketing. Today, Julie teaches female coaches, teachers, and healers who are frustrated with traditional marketing how to build six-figure businesses through the art of feminine marketing. Julie's clients report having clearer vision of their divine purpose, greater passion for their work, the skills to be attracting the perfect clients, and are being paid well for their gifts. Julie received her coach certification in 2006 from the Coaches Training Institute. She served on the boards of numerous nonprofits and was named Women of the Year, or Woman, just one, (laughs) by the Professional Women's Network of the Monterey Peninsula in 2013. She's married to the love of her life, has four children, two stepchildren, two furry babies, and seven spoiled grandchildren. Now that is a awesome sounding family. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. We actually need to update that now. We have eight grandbabies now. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh my goodness. And growing, eh? Yeah. We, it, Maybe the last one. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, super fun. And I get to spend a lot of time with um, the ones that are local because I've designed a business where I get to take the time off. Amen to that. And we're all about that. That's for sure. Because you're with your grandchildren. Jane and I are on a plane whenever we get the chance so we can take our business with us. So that's really awesome. So you've really intrigued me, honestly, with the art of feminine marketing. So can you describe your take on feminine marketing? Absolutely. So I think we have to start with what traditional marketing looks like Mm -hmm. and traditional ways of being in business. And when women entered the marketplace, you know, starting in the 60s and then really fully 
in the 80s, when so many women started entering the marketplace, our examples were men. You know, the only people we had to look up to were men. And you can look at the the fashion of the 80s and see how this affected women. The big shoulder pads, the narrow skirts, we really started to take on the persona of men in pencil skirts. And when women started having their own businesses, they did the same thing. And there's this way of marketing in the traditional paradigm, the masculine paradigm that says, go out there, find a need, fill the need, and then drive, 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 drive yourself to success. And that doesn't work for the feminine soul. That driving, that grinding, that pushing is really, really hard on, well, I think both men and women, but men have more testosterone so they can push it harder. And for women, it's just exhausting. It wears them out. So when we move into a feminine way of marketing, it's much more inside out than outside in. And what I mean by that is it starts with our connection with our divine feminine. I teach my clients to go and have conversations with the energy of their business about how they want to market and about what will work for them. I teach them to take the formulas and then go into a meditation and connect with source energy, connect with their highest self and determine how those formulas, how they're going to tweak the formulas, what pieces they're going to use, what pieces they're going to let go of. So it's a much more unique and soul-centered way of doing business. I really like the sounds of that. Yeah. Just, you know, the hustle, 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 hustle. It's so masculine and it just poops us women out. I got to say, it's not the way we're built. Right? I know so many women who, you know, have said to me, I built a six-figure business and then collapsed with adrenal fatigue, or I built a seven-figure business and got cancer. Or there's one woman who was the face of a multi-million dollar company, and she got home from a speaking gig and couldn't get out of the car and spent the next four months in bed because that push just wears you out. And when you think about it, women run on a cycle, right? Our bodies run on a cycle. And there's periods during the month when we need to be resting, when we need to be tapping into source, when we need to be deeply into meditation, and we need to be getting the messages. And there are times during the month where we are lit up and we are bright and we can be out there marketing and we can be showing up and um, just have lots of radiance. But we run in that cycle and we have to figure out what our cycle is. And the moon's the moon cycle is a great place to start tracking your cycle. Um, and I'll even look, sometimes I'll have a really bad couple of days and I'll be grumpy and I'll be like, what's going on? Oh, mm-hmm. it's a new moon. I need to be like doing the reconnection work versus being out there, um, you know, pushing and launching and promoting. And so we need to find our own cycle to begin to work in. 
Yeah, I think that's great, Julie. I was just having a conversation earlier with somebody today and we were talking about kind of the, it's, it's almost like a, a dichotomous situation where there's such a love for the work that we do and such a burnout on having to promote and market and market and promote. And we were specifically using that language around it's hustle, 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 it's drive forward, it's plow ahead, you know, it's all these kind of like really strong masculine, get it done. And not that there's anything wrong with the masculine energy because we need it, but it's, it's women just aren't, we can't go in that masculine energy 24 seven without all of the things that you were talking about, the adrenal fatigue, or even if it isn't physically manifesting in our bodies, it's, it's emotionally like, I know I've had days where I just, I couldn't get out of bed for no other reason than I was exhausted. And I'm thinking, why am I so exhausted? And it wasn't my body it was exhausted. It was, it was my, my heart, my mind, you know, cause I thought if I have to get up and hit it hard and pull myself up by my bootstraps and plow down and push forward one more time today, I just, I can't. And, and that language that you're using is all masculine language. Yeah. You pull yourself up. The feminine is collaborative. The mm-hmm. feminine is connective and the feminine, when you think about the feminine, the feminine is about opening and deepening. You know, the masculine is about grinding and pounding and rising up and crushing it. But the feminine yeah. is about how do we open? How do we deepen our connections? How do we become the, the sisters that other people, other women want to join? And women are hungry for communities where they can be allowed to shine. Right. I don't know about you guys, but there's so many women communities where they want you to be a part of them. Um, They want you to be in their crab bucket. You know, let's get together. (laughs) Let's bitch about everybody else. (laughs) Right. And when you try and climb out of that crab bucket. They're like, no, no, pull you back down. I was at a networking group and was told I had become too visible and too successful. And could I please just damp myself down a little bit for this organization? Yeah. So women are really hungry for that connection in that community. And when you can provide that, and when your marketing expresses that, then women lean in. It's just such a relief. Mm-hmm. So part of, I think, what causes burnout is there's just so much, there's so much noise going on and, and specifically about marketing and promoting and prospecting and it just can get overwhelming very quickly. So if we look through the lens of how do we stay in our in our feminine so that we are we're open and receiving. And then of course, knowing that we still have to get things done, we're business owners. But what are some suggestions you have that would allow a woman business owner to be successful when it comes to marketing without getting overwhelmed with the bright, shiny object and the new way and the new thing and the new program every single day, multiple times a day? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I like the the shiny object syndrome because I can get caught up in that. But the answer to that is you don't get up at 8 a.m. and start your day at 8. You get up at 8 a.m., you take time to meditate. I take time every morning to go out and walk in nature and plant my feet on the ground 
And fortunately, I live in this beautiful place where I've got acres and acres of wilderness, just a couple of steps outside my back door, like two steps outside my back door. And so taking time in nature, taking time to connect, and then taking time to connect with source or God, the universe, um, whatever you want to call it, whether that be in a meditation, whether that be in um, doing, you know, a dance, whether it be praying, it's taking that time to connect with the greater thing. And in that, you can spend time really asking your business, what is it that you desire today? What would be most helpful today? Now, when you're planning that, then the masculine comes in and says, I can support that. I spend a lot of time teaching my clients to connect with their highest self. And that's the the self that they were really born to be, that self without the masks, without the wounds, that powerful goddess energy that lives in all of us. And in connecting to that and becoming strong in that, that allows you to move into your day without being buffeted around by all the other things. You know, a lot of women are people pleasers. So, you know, oh, Coach Joe said to do this and Coach Susie said to do this. And even though they're not in my world, I should please both of them by doing their thing. And then over here, I'm trying to please my husband and my kids and all of this. And really by connecting to that highest self, our goddess self, we can stay strong and know this is what's important to me. This is my mission. This is how I'm moving forward. And I know we're not talking strategy yet, but this is like the underpinnings of being able to put those strategies in place. I think who you be is much more important than the actions you're taking because who you be opens the energetics for people to want to be in your presence. And then those actions you take are much more supported. And yes, the actions are important. I love that you said that, Jane. We still have to take action. Mm -hmm. We can't spend all day in meditation. We still have to take action. But the actions, that's the masculine within us taking action. And the masculine is designed to support the feminine. So we've got to connect with the feminine. We've got to create, connect with our creative centers. We've got to connect with source. And then the messages of what we are doing come from that place. I think this is making sense. It is making sense. But I, you know, I come from such a practical standpoint and I think I have way more masculine in me than feminine when it comes to my business. (laughs) Because I'm going, this is all awesome. But how do I get things done? <laughs> I'm just going to sit around and feel groovy with my green tea and all yes. that. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing about that, because I can be very masculine as well. And especially if I've got a big to-do list. Um, and it's been a real challenge to go, okay, I can't just plow in. I've got to put the practices in place. But what I've discovered is, When I do the practices, when I take the time in the morning to do those things, then the to-do list is easier to get through 
and I can check things off faster. So it happens with more ease and it's faster because I've done the other stuff. And I am not a scientist. I do not understand quantum physics other than to know (laughs) that when I'm in the practices, then I can expand time so that the hour I have, I actually can get an hour and a half worth of work done. And when I am not in the practices, man, that hour and a half's worth of work can take me two or three hours. I think it's really interesting because listeners out there know that I am anything but woo. And it's it's woo for me, what you're talking about. <laughs> However, <laughs> I say that with a caveat, it's making sense to me. That's something. <laughs> it must yeah. Say. It's really making sense to me that it, because I do sit in my masculine, I think so much because I have such a huge to-do list and it's just like, let's get down to business. And I do that. I get up in the morning, I get to work and I work until I go to bed at night. I apparently need hobbies. But <laughs> <laughs> I will send you a couple. <laughs> uh, excellent. But when you're speaking about going out and walking in nature, I know that I feel so much better after I've done that. And I'm so much more creative throughout the entire day. So maybe I'm getting in touch more with my feminine doing that, right? Absolutely. Nature, you know, we call it mama earth. Mm -hmm. Nature is a very feminine thing. It's very much about connecting. Now, if you want to up your, your nature, um, be really conscious of putting your feet on the ground when you walk and just be conscious of what that feels like. I was in ceremony with a Lakota elder and he said that the name for the earth, and I'm not going to say it because I can't remember exactly the pronunciation, but he said, they call the earth, the me that I walk upon right? So everything's connected, everything's energy. So when you're really conscious of walking on the ground and feeling that energy, you'll begin to feel the energy of the animals that are hidden around or, you know, the birds, you'll feel the different energies of the the trees. And it just connects you to everything that is on a much deeper level. Now get this, with your marketing, If you are already connected because we are all made of the same source energy, if you are already connected to other people and they can feel your energy and feel that connection between you and them, when you send out that email or you write your Facebook posts or you post on LinkedIn, then there's already a connection there. And they're they're the energetically, they go, Oh, that's my friend Pam. And then they stop and read what you've put out versus them just passing it by as more noise out in the world. And that's why it's so important that we do this work before we sit down and begin to write our copy. Copy's important. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it's all woo, right? Yeah. It's just the yeah. first part's woo. And that was the question I was really going to ask Julie because I'm 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 more woo than Pam. But probably my biggest challenge at, uh, in any given day is really striking that balance between 
the the practical and the woo or the masculine and the feminine because I'm I'm notorious for pulling the I'll do 12 hours and hit it hard and all of that hardcore language that we just talked about. But then the next thing you know, I'm spending 12 hours sitting in a rocker, staring out at the lake and taking nature walks and feeling like groovy and divine and hanging out with the woodland creatures. And so there are these large, you know, I can lose a whole day lost in the feminine, which feels really lovely, but doesn't do anything to move my business forward. So can you give us maybe three really practical tips of how to, how to achieve the balance and then maybe some actions that, that we could all take to support that balance? Yes. So there's a couple of things. Number one, I'm a great believer in using a timer. So whatever you're doing, whether it be, you know, checking Facebook or, you know, I'm taking my time just staring out at nature to turn on a timer. It doesn't have to be a obnoxious timer. It can be a nice little chimes and, and then chunking things up. So if I've got a big long to-do list, I will close the to-do list and go, you know, go draw or go paint. Because the to-do list is too long. So you've got to be able to take your to-do list and chunk it up. And if, Jane, if you can look at your list and say, what are the three things on this list that will move me towards my ultimate goal? What are the three top things? And then you take those three things and you write each one on its own little sticky note. I love sticky notes. I should have stock and post it. Um, You write them on three different sticky notes, close your notebook and put those sticky notes on the top of the notebook. So you can't see the rest of the to-do list. All you can see are those three things. And then you do those things and you throw away the sticky notes or I had a client who would pile up the sticky notes so that at the end of the month, she could celebrate how much she got done. Um, I like that. We call that our, instead of our, to-do list, we have a done list. So we feel the accomplishment. Yes. I love that. That's your to-done list. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I learned that I had a client who was a project manager and she was like, this is the simplest way. Now here's the thing to be aware of. If your things on your sticky notes are too big and you're finding yourself not getting them done or putting them off, you've got to chunk it down further. So you can always chunk each task down even more. For instance, let's say you're creating a new free gift. And so you write that on a sticky note and you put it on your notebook and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so big. I can't do that. I can't do that. And you find yourself for three or four days not moving that note, Mm -hmm. then take it and chunk it down to, outline, create an outline of my free gift. Now, here's what I'm going to caution you on. A lot of us feel like, oh, I've got those three things. I'm going to open my notebook today and I'm going to write three more things down. And then the next day, what happens is our brain goes, you never stopped. You promised if we did those three things, we could go play in nature or we could go, you know, We could go sit at Starbucks and people watch or, you know, whatever it is you promised your brain. And so if you've made that kind of deal, you got to go, hey, I got my three things done. I get to have time off. 
and I get to go do something that's going to really light me up from the inside out. And that will make your brain the next day go, all right, what's up? Let's get our three things done. Instead of dragging yourself out of bed because you worked 12 hours the day before. Hey, lady boss, do you think like a CEO? When your business starts taking off, you're ready to scale up. At this point, you've got to stop thinking of yourself as a solopreneur and start thinking of yourself as the CEO of your company. If you remain in the mindset of a one-person operation, then you won't be able to grow. You'll never have the time, energy, or expertise to do everything by yourself, and your business won't be the success that it has the potential to be. So are you thinking like a CEO? Take our free assessment to find out. You can find it at flourish.biz forward slash think. That's F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H dot B-I-Z forward slash T-H-I-N-K. Once again, that's flourish.biz forward slash think. All right, lady boss, let's get back to the show. Okay, I've heard so many times, you know, pick your top three things. But just you adding those, close your notebook and add and put your stickies on the front of your notebook. I'm totally doing that. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, I love that. And, and again, that was something I learned from a client of mine. So getting to be with other brilliant people, like this is why I love podcasting. Mm-hmm. I get to be with other brilliant people and learn their, their tips and tricks. For sure. And we learned so many. Holy smokes. But that was so big for me. And it's so funny. I'm really into the Pomodoro technique. So, you know, set your timer for 25 minutes, work intensely, and then take a walk or something like that. But, you know, I've never set a little timer for me surfing Facebook, for instance. So I get lost in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just, I mean, they they sound like such little things, but they can be so powerful. They've been Oh, awesome tips, Julie. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Now, one of the biggest things we really focus on or, you know, we emphasize with our clients is that a lot of people really understand the phase of nurturing our list. But the really important aspect, I mean, they're all important. We work on the ATIS principle. They're all important aspects. Absolutely. But we really need to attract new audiences to us, right? In order to have new people to market to, a new community to build relationships with. How do you instruct your clients or or help your clients attract new people to their communities? Oh, that's such a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, there's a couple of things. Number one is to be the person that has a big community. And that means you act like you are the person who has a big community. You embody, like, you're not going to be whining on Facebook about your mother-in-law if you want to attract people who want to create great family relationships. I don't think you should whine about your mother-in-law on Facebook anyway, but, (laughs) you know, like, Look at who do I need to be to have the business that I want to have? And what does that entail? And so that's the first thing is the beingness. The second thing, I teach my clients this really interesting method of 
um, finding the right words. And I really believe that words are spells and using the right word will attract people and using the wrong words will push people away or the red words because we're not going to judge words, but like there are words that will push people away and there there are words that will connect people. So we do a process of looking at your childhood wounds and what you felt in those wounding experiences and then what you craved in those wounding experiences. And those become your away from and your towards marketing words. And when you begin to sprinkle those words into your marketing, it actually will attract more of your people towards you. And it will repel the people you're not meant to serve. You know, the ones that are going to be a pain in the your tushy and that you don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are meant to be yours will, will become attracted to you. So that's a very kind of masculine technique that we use. And then the other thing that I do is I'll have my clients, and I do this for myself too. So it's not just me talking, but I do this, drop into a meditative state, and then I will create a pathway out into the universe and I'll send a golden light out. And I do this 360 degrees all around sending golden light on a spiritual plane so that people can find me. And um, it's so funny because when I do that, all of a sudden my Facebook lights up with a bunch of people wanting to be my friend. Well, I didn't know where they came from. <laughs> and then it's my job. So I invite those people in and then I invite them into my Facebook group because in my Facebook group is where I can really nurture people. We do so much fun stuff in there and we do challenges and we do money teachings and business teachings and all of that in my Facebook group. So that's kind of the pattern for me as I send out this energetic invite, invite them into my group. And then I start using the language that I know will move the ones I'm meant to work with closer and closer to me until they say yes. Yeah. I think that really is the difference between the push energy and the pull energy. Yeah. I don't want to, well, I don't want to do either. I don't want to push and I don't want to pull. What I want to do is I want to open myself up let my light shine so that the people who are attracted to that, they move themselves towards me. And that way they're in free will. Cause even using the language push and pull feels like I'm manipulating other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, I'm just getting this as I'm saying this too, Jane. So thanks for saying that. Like, it's not that I want to be so radiant. I'm like the light to the moth. Right. And that requires me to do the work on me. That requires me to do the the check of who am I being today? I'm being a whiny little brat. That's not going to work. Nobody's going to be attracted to that. If I'm standing in the energy of my highest self, if I am radiating my goddess energy, that's going to attract people like Moz. And honestly, it's not always easy to be in goddess energy. But that's why that morning, the morning practices are so important. I'm sitting with it all right now, honestly. (laughs) Just I'm sitting with it. It's really quite interesting because um, a lot of what you're saying is making sense to me. (laughs) Awesome. I'm really glad. Sometimes I talk and I wonder. 
No, and absolutely. When I started my coaching practice, I was very masculine. I mean, I studied the formulas. I know how to build a launch plan. I was sitting in a group of high-end leaders and somebody was telling us about, it was a guy and he was telling us about their best launch ever. And it was a million and a half dollar launch. And they worked 14 hour days, seven days a week with their whole team. And there were times they couldn't even get up to go to the bathroom. And I just like my whole soul went, yeah, I don't want that. Worked launches for years behind the scenes, leading uh, the sales team. And I will tell you, that is launch life. And it was in 2000, at the end of 2019, I said, I, I need to retire from doing this. I just can't, I can't, we're not made to work that way. Well, yeah. I mean, I love my business. I love working with my clients. I love content creation. And I also love playing with my grandkids and uh, doing art. Right now, I'm <laughs> I'm really into making Oracle card decks right now and drawing all the pictures for them just because it's fun. Oh, yeah, fun. And I wouldn't want to give that up. I mean, I have a really great life where I get to do all of it. I'm not buying into, I have to work 14 hour days in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. I, I refuse. <laughs> and I think that's why so many women use the term bro marketing and why it just feels so yuck to us, right? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. I think it's time. What do you think, Jane, for some rapid fire questions? I think that's great. So okay. this is something that we do so that we can get to know you. I mean, we're, we're really getting to know you, Julie, but even a little bit more, but maybe these feel masculine. I don't know, but they're just some quick questions and whatever comes to the top of your mind, that's what you go with. Okay. Okay. So are you, and an we've, oh, we've done sorry. the feminine. So now we can do the masculine rapid fire. I'm okay, ready. Cool. <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl? Uh, I used to be a night owl and I'm becoming more and more of an early bird. Interesting. Are you a dog or a cat person? Cat. Have two of them. Text or talking? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Depends on who I'm, who I'm talking to. It's interesting because I totally would have thought you'd say talking. Uh, would you like invisibility or super strength? Super strength. What's one of the top things on your bucket list right now? Italy. Oh, so. Italy and, and a new kitchen. I think they're kind of balanced. <laughs> oh, I like that. Because our next question is always, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? And, but I'm going to leave that question out because everybody always adds, adds it to their bucket list. Okay. <laughs> What's the very best piece of advice you've been given in business? I know that's not a quick one. Um, well, the, the very best advice is source is my source, which is Excellent. clients are not the source of my income. My husband's income is not the source of my income. My work is not the source of my income. Source or God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Source is my source. Source takes care of me. Source has my back. And that has saved me so much stress and worry when... Yeah. 
things don't look the way I think they should. Yeah, I get that. All right. And our last question, describe yourself in three simple words. (laughs) Uh, Um, Three words, entrepreneurial, witch, and grandma. Awesome. So we totally did get to know a little bit more about you there, Julie. So (laughs) where can people connect with you and learn more? Yeah, so they can find me on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, uh, Feminine Business Magic. And you can connect with me there. And like I said, we do all kinds of business building, uh, money, uh, opening for money, all kinds of activities there to help more women have more money and more success in their their marketing and in their business. Uh, You can find us on um, Instagram at the Art of Feminine Business. And you can find me on my website at juliefouch.com. That's awesome. And of course, listeners, we will have all of Julie's contact information in our show notes. And I just want to thank you so much, Julie, for spending the time with us. I am enlightened, absolutely. And I have a lot to think about. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I know that what I teach and what I do is not the normal way. And I really appreciate you taking the time to reflect on it and to see what pieces work for you. I think that is the perfect place to wrap up this episode. See what works for you. (laughs) Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week on the Flourish and Grow to CEO podcast. Be sure to visit our website at flourish.biz. That's F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H dot biz, where you can subscribe to the shows in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss an episode. You can also find our show notes and resources there too. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, We'd love for you to leave a rating on iTunes, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would sure help us out too. Now, get out there and flourish.